every time I watch that story or I read this story, it amazes me the heart of a father that loved us so much that 2,000 years ago, our very first Christmas, we had a God that loved us, a father that loved us so much, he gave us our very first Christmas gift. And I thought a lot this week, what would make the perfect gift this Christmas? What is the perfect gift? Well, you know, it's a gift where one size fits all. You know, it's for everybody. It's a gift that's always the right price. It's a gift that anybody can use. I asked my son, he's two and a half years old. I asked him, I said, what is the perfect gift? And he looked at me and he said, a green train. So I asked him, I said, well, what do you want to get Jesus on his birthday? Jesus' birthday is tomorrow. What do you want to get Jesus on his birthday? He said, green train. I said, well, what about kids in need that you want to help this Christmas? Someone that isn't getting Christmas presents, what do you want to get them? And he said, green train. To my son, the green train is the perfect gift. He is consumed in trains. And I thought, what makes Christmas perfect? What makes the gift perfect? Well, the reality is we have a Christmas gift, a Christmas present this year that God actually gave 2,000 years ago to us. That is the greatest gift any of us will ever receive, the gift of a father's love. I remember a story that happened in Belgium about 100 years ago of a drawbridge keeper. It was his job to let the train bridge down over the river as the train crossed. And then after the train would pass, he would raise the bridge so that the boats on the river were able to travel up and down and He had a time schedule every day of when the trains would come. And as it would get close to the time, he would lower the bridge of the train. The train would pass and then he would raise the bridge for the boats to travel back and forth again. Well, one day he heard the whistles coming and he looked at the clock and he realized the train was approaching and it was a passenger train. Over 200 people on board this train. And as he went to the control room to draw the bridge to allow it you know, down for the train to cross, something happened. There was a malfunction and it wasn't working. But his training clicked in and he realized that he could do it manually. He went to another room where there was a manual lever that if he pulled the lever, the bridge would come down and the train would cross with no problems, no complications. And as he went to the room to pull the lever manually, he heard a sound that made his blood turn cold. It was the sound of his little five-year-old boy. Daddy, daddy. The little boy had gone to work with his father that morning. Was out playing while his father was in the control room. Playing on the tracks, on the bridge. And got stuck on the bridge. Trapped on the bridge. The father began to panic. He thought, maybe I could run and release my son and, and help him free. But he realized... He would never have time to make it back to lower the bridge. And if he didn't lower the bridge, all 200 people on that train would die. So in that split second, that father had to make a decision. His five-year-old son or all 200 people on that train. And the father in agony grabbed the lever manually and he lowered the bridge which crushed his son and killed his five-year-old boy. And as the 200 people on that train crossed the river that day, they had no idea what it cost. 
no idea of the price that was paid for them to cross that river safely. But tonight, we do have an idea. And we do realize the sacrifice that a loving father gave each and every one of us by 2,000 years ago, allowing his son (coughs) to be born on this planet. The son of God, the savior, the Messiah, a little baby born over 2,000 years ago, lived 33 years on planet earth with us, walked with us, experienced everything we experienced, saw our pain, our brokenness, saw the sin of mankind. And after 33 years of living with us, all of our problems, all of the sickness, the disease, the wars, still found the love to go to a cross as a sacrifice, to give His life, to pay a price that we couldn't pay. To give us the greatest gift any of us could ever receive. The gift of new life in Christ. The gift of a relationship with a God that loves us. But like a Christmas gift. If tonight I said this gift is yours. This is your Christmas gift. And I left it here on the stage and you walked out without it. The gift would always be yours. But the gift will only make a difference in your life if you take the gift home. Well, the reality is Jesus Christ already died. He already offered Himself as that gift. It's your decision whether you receive that gift. You can't work for it. You can't be good enough to get it. You can't earn it. You simply have to receive what He did for you. Receive the gift of His life that He laid down for you to build a bridge for you to have with the Father. Because there will be a day, and it breaks my heart to say, but there will be a day that each and every one of us will stand before God and give an account of our life. And we'll be facing an eternity with the dividing line of heaven and hell. You know, as a pastor, people ask me all the time, how can a loving God send somebody to hell? But the question I want to ask is, why would a loving God force you to go to heaven? Think about it. If you don't want to know God, you don't want a relationship with God, you don't want to receive the the Christmas gift of His Son that He gave for you, why would a loving God, after... You spent a lifetime rejecting Him and not wanting Him and not wanting to know Him. How could a loving God kidnap you and force you to live with Him for an eternity in heaven? That's not love. See, love is when you give somebody the choice to respond to you. You can't force somebody to love you. You have to give them a choice to love you. And our Father is so loving. God is so loving that He gives each and every one of you the choice to say yes to Him. The choice to take the gift of His Son Jesus, to receive that gift, to take that gift home, or the choice to say, I don't want it. I'll live on my own. I don't need Jesus. 
I don't need that Christmas gift in my life. But there will be a day you stand before God. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes with me tonight? This Christmas, what what if the greatest present you could receive this Christmas isn't something that you can unwrap in a box, but what if the greatest present you received this Christmas was the present of a new life? The present of Jesus Christ. And it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've been through. The thing I love most about the Christmas story is this Savior, this Jesus, this King of Kings, Lord of Lords, this Messiah was born in the filthiest conditions. Born in a stable. Laid in a manger. He wasn't born in a palace with a gold-plated crib. He was born in a dirty stable with farm animals, lied in a manger where the animals ate out of. And I think, if Jesus was born in those conditions, there's not a soul, there's not a heart in the building tonight that Jesus would not be born into. doesn't matter how dirty you feel on the inside. doesn't matter how messed up you feel you are. doesn't matter. You could, you could say, I've gone too far. There's no way God could forgive me. There's no way God could love me. Well, if Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior, was born in a manger, He can be born in any heart in this building tonight. So the question tonight, this Christmas, I would do a dishonor to you. I would do a dishonor to Jesus if I didn't bring up what Christmas was all about tonight. We're going to celebrate tomorrow with trees and presents and family and food. But we can't ever forget why we celebrate the real meaning, what it's all about. Because it's all about Jesus. So tonight, if there's anyone in the room tonight that doesn't know the condition of your soul, and I believe there's many of you tonight, you honestly tonight, if you, God forbid, if some terrible accident happened on the way home, there was a car wreck or some other catastrophe, and tonight you stood before God, Facing eternity, you don't honestly know the condition of your soul tonight. You're not at peace right now. You don't know where you would be facing an eternity if you had to face God tonight. I want to give you a chance to receive the greatest Christmas present you'll ever get, the present of Jesus Christ. So that you can know without a doubt, the day you stand before God, you are right with Him. Your soul is is right with Him. Your heart is right with Him. If you'd like me to pray for you tonight to receive Jesus as a Christmas present this year, if you need Him this year more than ever, you don't know the condition of your soul, with every eye closed, every head bowed, nobody looking around, would you slip your hand up so that I can see you and pray with you? Right now, just raise your hand. Thank you, thank you. Raise your hand. Thank you, thank you. Raise your hand. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All over the room. Thank you, thank you. Wow, hands are going up everywhere. This is amazing. This is amazing. That's the greatest Christmas gift you'll ever receive this year. The gift of Jesus. Go ahead and put your hands down. Probably 30, 40 of you raised your hand tonight. Church, 
I want to say a simple prayer to encourage those that raise their hand. The Bible says if you believe in your heart, by raising your hand, you told me that you believe in your heart. And by confessing with your mouth, you don't earn it, you don't work for it, you can't be good enough to get it. You believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth. That's how you take home the Christmas present of Jesus. So I want to lead you in a simple prayer, and I want everybody in the building to say this prayer after me to encourage those that raise their hand tonight to receive Jesus. Say loud and strong, Dear Jesus, this Christmas, I receive you as my Christmas present. I receive the salvation as a Christmas present. You are my Savior. You are my Lord. Thank you for letting me discover the true meaning of Christmas. In your name, amen. That's it. That's it. You just got the greatest Christmas gift of your life. Everybody stand with me tonight as we close.